Of course, it's Joe Gomez, formerly national correspondent, formerly nicest guy in the Washington press corps, now spokesperson for FAIR, the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Please welcome back to the show, folks, Joe Gomez. Joe, how are you? <laughs> well, good morning, Jim. It's it's great to be back. How are you doing? I'm good, Joe. We miss you. We really and I'm not uh, not taking anything away from Bill Zimfer. Bill is uh, <laughs> is doing great work in your old time slot, but okay. uh, and he's wonderful. But he's married. He doesn't have a girlfriend, Joe. Oh, okay, There's nothing okay. there. Yeah, all right. There's nothing there, Joe. <laughs> nothing there. Nothing exciting. Nothing there. So, Joe, welcome back. Uh, People are so excited that uh, that you return to the show, and especially Joe. I mean, what timing is everything in life? Coming in uh, in the middle of the immigration debate, and I know that now you are working for an organization called Fair Federation for American Immigration Reform. And I think if more people who listen to this show looked into Fair, they would say. Yeah, I like these guys. Uh, you know, not just because Joe Gomez is there. I really, I really like this organization, and I like what they're trying to do. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the FAIR is an appropriate acronym. It's uh, the Federation for American Immigration Reform, but it's about creating a fair immigration system for the American people. You know, focusing on, uh, you know, focusing on the, on the American workers, trying to give American workers a chance instead of uh, allowing illegal immigrants to basically just kind of run the table in these corporations that just, you know, serve these illegal immigrants' slave wages yep. and create this magnet for them to continue to come into the country. Yeah, you know, people don't realize, and I know you've spent a lot of time on the border, people don't realize, hey, this isn't just a Democrat issue right. versus Republican issue. I mean, there are individuals who would identify as Republicans, who say, oh, no, I, I don't want you to build a wall. I, I, I need this cheap labor. Exactly. I, I need, it, it runs it. Now, granted, I think there's more Democrats who want these folks to come in because they, they, they feel they'll be voters. But there's folks who want them to come in so they can exploit them. Absolutely. I mean, and that's one of the things, you know, you talk about. People give you, I mean, look, I have... As a reporter, obviously worked on you know on, on immigration for a, a long time, and I've I've seen both sides of the issue. Um, but you see the exploitation that occurs with some of these illegal immigrants, and who's benefiting? You know, right. it's not the illegal immigrants who are getting paid five cents an hour for picking tomatoes or whatever. Right. It's these corporations who are benefiting, and then you know there's like there's this idea, this false belief. Oh, we're going to go to America. And we're gonna we're gonna have a dream. We're gonna you know get the American dream. It's not gonna happen. No, you're you're basically just living as a, as a as a slave more or less, working for pennies. And then you're also creating a problem with the uh, you know American immigration system. We're talking with Joe Gomez. You recognize the voice, a former <laughs> national correspondent, nicest guy in the Washington press corps, now representing Fair. And I encourage you to uh, go to my uh, Facebook page. Joe wrote uh, an essay um, uh, called Groups in Mexico Push to Reclaim California right. and the Hidalgo Treaty. Now, the uh, the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo was a treaty that basically got us some some land. And as a matter of fact, Joe, this is um this is the anniversary, I think, of one of those one of those treaties. Uh, let's see, was it nineteen? Let me see. 
1828, the United States and Mexico signed a treaty of limits defining the boundary between the two countries to be the same as the ones established in an 1819 treaty. Now, that went on and on and on and on. And we've got, right, and we've got the Hidalgo Treaty. You just mentioned people coming from Mexico to work up here for pennies, picking tomatoes, and what Mexico wants back is California and Southern <laughs> right and Southern California is where all these Mexicans are going to pick tomatoes right. that's how we get fresh produce in the winter is from Southern California so explain this to me Mexico wants California back but in my opinion Mexico still ha- has California with Governor Moonbeam but go ahead on the serious side what is this all about well, okay, so there's a couple of uh, these uh, groups in Mexico, and it was uh, really kind of pioneered by this uh, left-wing political activist, Cuauhtémoc uh, Cardenas, uh, who w- ran for president. I mean, he's, he's uh, pretty much as left He's like a Bernie Sanders version of, well, you know, he's like a Mexican Bernie Sanders. So it's kind of like Bernie Sanders with a Mexican accent. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I don't think I can, Joe, I can't pull that one off. I can't do it. <laughs> You can try, Jim. But I'll, anyway, practice but, if, yeah. I'll practice. I'll so, practice. So, so he's been pioneering this this cause, and there's been other groups that kind of have been adopting it. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to take this into an international court, where they said they're going to, they're going to make the argument that uh, during the Mexican-American War back in the 1800s, that the U.S. Army invaded uh, Mexican territory, and uh, it was an illegal occupation. Hmm. And so, you know, that land is not the United States land. That treaty should be invalidated. Or, so either, so there's two options. The land should go back to Mexico, or uh, the U.S. should pay uh, reparations to Mexico for the past 168 years (laughs) for using the land. I I think... uh... Probably what they're looking for is the cash, right? I think probably you're right. I, uh, okay, so so that that's the money we're that we're going to give to them to build a wall, or no? I no, I guess that's that's yeah. not it. So all right, but Joe, how serious is this? I mean, first of all, well, I mean, you know, this has been something that's been you know tossed around. I mean, clearly, like the the Pinion Nieto administration has not taken it up. So. Yeah. First, first off, the president of Mexico is going to have to, you know, adopt this thing, and then it's going to have to go to an international court. So right now, it's not very serious. But they are going to have the presidential elections in July, okay. and there's been this big nationalist movement in Mexico, similar to what kind of what we experience in the United States, I guess. And so, you know, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, this, this could become a big issue uh, coming up in July. All right, I know that Fair is a nonpartisan, correct? Fair is not a partisan organization. Uh, how do you think Donald Trump's going to react to uh, uh, if if the presidential elections go the way of support for uh, demanding California back or uh, a cash equivalent? How do you think Donald Trump's going to react to that? So you 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 were a, you were a Washington correspondent. I think you'll take that. You know, that'll be... I think it would be very fascinating to watch. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of there'd be a lot of material. Uh, there to watch uh, uh, if, if that were to happen. Uh, now, just in the past week, uh, we had Donald Trump talking, um, talking immigration, inviting in Joe, your your former colleagues, into the yeah. room, talking immigration, and a lot of people are reading into 
well, does he want to build the wall? Does he not want to build the wall? Uh, I know that Fair, Fair believes there should be a barrier, correct? Correct, yeah. We believe there should be a wall. I mean, it's, it's been proven, it's proven to work. If you go look at, like, what's happened in San Diego, for instance, before they built the wall in the 1990s. Yeah. Uh, for that, like, I think it was about 15, 20 mile stretch that they have there. Um, there was, I mean, it, it reduced the amount of people that were coming across the border by, by half, about. So, I mean, tremendous amount. Uh, of people that were uh, reduced, that were apprehended trying to cross the border illegally. So, yeah. I mean, and, and keep in mind, you have these vast areas of land in some occasions, and in Texas, yeah. you know, especially, where people can just, you know, just go across, and yeah. there's nothing stopping them uh, from doing that. So, a wall would certainly be one of the measures that could reduce illegal immigration, along with, of course, you know, additional border security, boots on the ground, uh, that sort of thing. And then, and then Sanctuary cities ending sanctuary policies, which is, is Worcester. I don't think Worcester's a sanctuary. Oh, well, well, wait, hold, that's a good thing. That's interesting. Uh, Springfield is not our other big city. Worcester uh, says they're not, but it's kind of with a nod and a wink, Joe. You know? Oh, really? They, yeah, it's, oh, we're not a sanctuary city, and yet they basically do everything like a sanctuary city. Well, yeah, that's Joe, unfortunate. Yeah, Joe, it is, it, is, it is unfortunate. So, Joe, let me ask you this. Um, the the Democrats are now saying, or people opposed to the wall, let's just say it like that. People opposed to the wall are saying, well, you don't need a wall. Look at the drop in illegals crossing the border every day. And I've said, well, wait a minute. That's because we have a president who's talking tough about immigration. Right. And there's still about, what is it, Joe? You would know better than me, a thousand people a day coming across? Yeah, I mean, it, the numbers are still, are still fairly high. I mean, yeah, you know, thousand, yes. actually, what's fascinating about this is there was just a report out uh, from uh, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol where, you know, the buildup to the whole DACA amnesty back in December, yeah. which, you know, now who knows what's going to happen because of the, the judge out in San Francisco. Right. But but the buildup to that, there were more people trying to come across because... I, and, and the belief is, and it's a theory anyways, that perhaps they were thinking, and I've been, well, actually some people on the Customs and Border Patrol uh, officers are saying this off the record. I think they talked to Reuters about this. Yeah. They said basically that, look, that, the, that again, people are trying to, they're trying to test Trump. They're trying to take advantage of, you know, some kind of perceived amnesty. But before that, the numbers were going down. Yeah, so I see, because they hear a deal is going to be struck. Get over right. there now, get in, and then you, you, you're all set. Now, my other concern, and, and I, I wonder what FAIR's position is on this, and folks, we're talking with our good friend Joe Gomez, now spokesperson for Federation for American Immigration Reform, otherwise known as FAIR. I've always said I want a wall in most locations because, you know what, a wall is fairly permanent. It requires yeah. maintenance, but it's fairly permanent. If we have electronic devices monitoring the border or we put on extra border patrols, a new administration can come in and say, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to enforce that there. Well, yeah. I mean, and then also you talk about maintenance, you know, some of these electronic devices, you know, surveillance equipment. I mean, that's going to, that's going to require a lot of maintenance and then also, 
uh, you know, you have to be fairly proficient, I think, to deal with that sort of thing. And there's the possibility of drones, and then there's underground cameras, and there's, you know, there's all sorts of things that could, you know, go wrong. But you're right, a wall is permanent. You know, a wall is permanent. And, and, and a wall, you actually have to, if a new administration comes in and says, hey, I have a different opinion, they actually have to knock down the right. wall, as opposed to not putting any more drones up and flipping off all of the, and, and, and uh, turning off all the cameras, flipping the switch to turn them off. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so a wall can be very symbolic. And I, I just want to take one moment, Jim. There was a uh, a mother out there in the Worcester area, oh. and I wrote an essay about her. Uh, her name's Maureen Maloney. Yeah. And I got a phone. I got a phone call. We were talking last night. She's a she's a fan of the show. She's a fan of the Jim Paul oh. show. Oh, Maureen uh, Maloney. Maureen Maloney. Remember that name, folks. Maureen Maloney. I think she's a Facebook friend. Her, her son, 23-year-old Matthew uh, Denise, was killed. Yes, Marie Maloney. Yes, Matthew Denise. Um, she was a very, very nice woman. Matthew Denise was killed by a guy who was drunk. Matthew was on his motorcycle. On his bike, yep. Dragged him. To his death. Yeah. And then... I mean, unbelievable. Joe, uh, he came from some Central American nation. It was Ecuador. Ecuador. And... and he claimed that he spoke some dialect that it, uh, that was so rare. It, it took the 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 uh, courts in Massachusetts months to find someone who could speak that dialect. When in fact the man could speak English, but but yeah. they ran the clock so that they'd have to find an interpreter for him at great cost for this rare dialect that's spoken in Ecuador that 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 goes back. Pre-Columbian, okay? Joe, the worst. Yes, Maureen uh, uh, Malone, very, very nice woman. Very she's a fantastic woman. Uh, you know, we've talked on the phone. She's a, uh, you know, she is uh, a co-founder of uh, AVIAC, Advocates for Victims of Illegal Alien Crime. But it, it, it shows you, for people who are listening, that think that, you know, oh, we're far away from the border, from the Mexican border. We're up in Massachusetts. Yeah. It could happen anywhere. You know, it's it could be it's a victim of illegal alien crime anywhere. Joe, it's incredible the work that you're uh, that you're doing. I mean, you always did a great job on this show, but uh, where you are right now, everybody ends up somewhere for a reason. And um, I, Joe, w w you know, I'm glad you finally uh, reached out to me. But Joe, you have an open invitation to return to this show anytime you want. You want to talk about an issue? You're always welcome here. Always, always welcome here.